Hey, what's up, missionaries? This is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Triple. Just want to give you a heads up about the show. We experienced a great deal of technical issues in the recording of this show from the live stream all the way to the audio. I was able to straighten most of those things out and present a show that I still think you are going to enjoy because it was really a fun time that we had with our very special guests. And we hope to have them back very soon. But nevertheless, I think you're really going to enjoy the show. And if you stick around past the credits, we have a very special trailer talk that I think you're really going to enjoy. So enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Michelle Mission Two Men One Podcast. Every black film ever made. My name is Len, aka the Fat Tribble, and as always, I'm joined in this lovely stream yard by my partner. Hey, this is Vincent Williams. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're running a little late, but ooh, it's going to be great as we are going to introduce you into the venerable Black Star Film Festival, sir. With our very special guest, as you see them adorned right there on your screen, it is Mayori Holmes and Denise Beak of the Black Star Film Festival. Hello, welcome, welcome. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like in the back at a slaughterhouse. They're like, I, I didn't know this is how they made hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs were delicious but i didn't know it was like this <laughs> sorry 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 about that sorry about that um you didn't pay the light bill oh <laughs> i'm just I, thinking about the movie i'm sorry <laughs> look we talk to the people <laughs> Right, right. No, no, no. Because I was going to ask if you had seen anything interesting on television, but then, Maori, I thought that would be small talk. Small? I don't think television is small talk. Television is... Okay. Have you you seen anything interesting on television? Oh, absolutely. I'm currently watching White Lotus on HBO. The White Lotus. Is it good? And I'm enjoying it. Okay. I mean, Connie Britton does no wrong. Okay. Yeah. And Steve Jean and... I mean, it's like... Natasha Rothwell, like it's a great cast. Is it as good as Hacks? Hacks is the one on Amazon with the. No, Hacks is on HBO. That's the comedian. There's Flax, which is the Amazon one, right? So Hacks is the one with the older comic played by what's her name from Designing Women. Yeah, that one was great. This is a very different show, so I don't know that I would compare them, but it's equally good. Like HBO stays winning. Okay. Not to advertise, but. Right, 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 right. Um, They are a sponsor of the festival, but... <laughs> oh, oh! I'm glad you said it, because I was about to get real slick in the mouth, so... I'll no, no, no. But I mean, they, they do. I mean, yeah. in terms of series, and before that, um, I really enjoyed Made for Love, mm-hmm. but I've also been watching... I finished Never Have I Ever, mm-hmm. the second season. Mm-hmm. Oh, second, some, some shows get a second season on HBO. Interesting. And I'm really excited that physical... Oh. Interesting. I see. No, I'm just, I just thought it was interesting. I just thought it was interesting <laughs> that you mentioned a second season yeah. of a show on yeah. each. I just thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. See, we're in medium talk. I'm not trying to get the big. T- I just thought it was an interesting comment that mm-hmm. it was the second season of a show on yeah. HBO. That's all. Just Sometimes shows only need one season. Sometimes, Sometimes. they do. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I'm really loving Ted Lasso. Is back. 
Oh my gosh. It's so you need, to, you need to catch up. Yeah, it's but isn't good. that an Apple show? It, it is. is. Man, I don't have Apple. It, you, you need Apple because you also need to be watching Physical and The Morning Show. I heard The Morning Show was just. Iffy. I really enjoyed That's, it. That's um, the. Um, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon's terrible wig. Right. <laughs> you know what? It's worth it for Ted Lasso. And you know how I am. Ted Lasso is delightful. Make okay. you restore your faith in humanity. Okay. okay. Wow. It really is. And you know, I hate everyone but it really is one of those shows that make you think that there might be hope okay yeah all right i have fixed i have fixed our sound all right issues they all are right. and they are telling me that they hear maori perfectly all right fantastic white lotus is a crazy ass show all right <laughs> um someone is in the middle of never have i ever season two oh, and someone has given up um hbo because they canceled lovecraft Oh, I didn't say that. Who said that? I didn't say that. No, no. Not everybody liked Lovecraft, so I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to say that you are justified in canceling HBO. I'm going to say maybe HBO is justified in canceling Lovecraft. Oh. Oh, let's start the show. Whoa. Let's get the show started. I thought we were, I thought you didn't want to do big talk. You, <laughs> you have chosen violence this evening. <laughs> My goodness. Ooh, wow. All right. This, ooh. You sure you didn't have some red meat earlier? <laughs> Not red meat. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Saying like the blood is pumping a little yeah. bit with that. Yeah. Wow. I just, I also wasn't stating, I was just saying like devil's advocate. Okay. Yeah. You know, mm. wasn't my opinion. No, no. I was just saying. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Apparently some, that's what somebody thought. You know? Okay. We also don't know why it was canceled. We certainly don't. We don't know anything. We 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 don't. Well, we well we know Misha Green had plans. I mean, we do know. I mean, we know that. Okay. I wasn't in the boardroom. I don't. Uh, I'm, 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 mm, Melissa G says shots fired. Indeed. <laughs> but uh, we are looking forward to projects from all involved. I'm happy everyone is working. The delightful Misha Green. Absolutely. The always wonderful Journey Smollett. Yes. What's my girl's name? I just forgot her name because I'm still reeling from the... Uh, Umi Osako. And you knew exactly who I meant. When I said my girl, you knew exactly who I meant. Well, I mean, she's working on Loki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she is. And so is Jonathan Major. And Jonathan Major. That man. Mm -mm. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all get to have your geek moments. Look, we can have look. our. I didn't say a word. Look, I freaked my. I was allowing. Look. I was allowing it to live. Look. Welcome to. We we love Jonathan Major here. I was, I was allowing this to live. Uh, Miss McKeeva wants to know: Would it be violent to share this chat in the Lovecraft Country Cousins group? Yeah, it might be a bad place to distract the chat. Uh, we are here we to are. review from 2020. The film Miss Juneteenth, which is a very, very underrated um, film, and some might say even underappreciated film from director Channing Godfrey Peoples and starring Nicole Bahari, Kendrick Sampson, and Alexis Shikazi. Am I saying that name correct? Correctly? You know, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, I'm getting that name correctly. As we sit here with our very special guest, Mayori Holmes and Denise Beek. Thank you for coming into our lovely abode to talk about the Black Star Film Festival. Ladies and gentlemen, that will be taking place August 4th through the 8th, five days of virtual and some in person mm -hmm. screenings of 80 films from filmmakers 
all around the world. You can go to blackstarfest.org for all of the information. And this is what, the 10th, 12th? is <laughs> the 10th. The 10th year yeah. of the Black Star Film it's Festival. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, this was like the little festival that could yeah. at one time. And now, look mm-hmm. at it. I know. It's blowing up. You got to be careful. I'm like, who HBO sponsors us. We got to be careful what we say. Like, you were rocking out, man. <laughs> look at you. Blowing up. Well, we are an Oscar qualifier now. I know that's for right. For sure. Mm-hmm. That's right. Some respect. That's right. So what does that mean when you say that you're now an Oscar qualifier? Exactly what does that mean? So the films that are in our festival uh, in the shorts categories, short narrative and short documentary, the ones that win mm-hmm. can then submit for um, consideration for the Oscars shorts. Oh, that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So how long has Black Star been an Oscar qualifier? Well, this is our first year in the shorts category, which is forever, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year we were one of a short list of festivals. I think it was 23 around the world that were chosen um, because of COVID and there weren't theatrical screenings. You had to, um, one of the things that you could do to qualify was play two festivals on this list. Mm-hmm. We were okay. um, one of two festivals of color and one of 23 festivals on this list from around the world. That so that fantastic. was for feature doc last year, but that was a temporary COVID Wow, that is dope. Yeah. So that 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 has to probably like uh, make you feel like, all right, we we doing something. It's like, like another way of like just uh, you know um, verifying or I, 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 validating. Thank you, thank you, Denise. Uh, validating. Denise is a chief communications officer at Me Too International, so okay. don't don't want to like you know <laughs> sleep on her accolades over there. Ooh, well, well. So she's professionally communicating. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> you good with them words. You good with them words. She good with them words. Good with them words. So what I was saying is that mm-hmm. must be an, another way of just like valid the, the whole uh, festival and everything involved in it for you, considering, you know, when it started 10 years ago. Yes. I mean, it is um, a lovely uh, recognition of the work that we do. But, you know, just like critique um, or criticism, when you get, you know, certain kinds of um, applause or accolades, you you have to treat them all evenly Mm -hmm. because you can't uh, rest on them. Um, And so it's it's awesome, but it also isn't, you know, driving us. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Very nice. Well, thank you for returning to the Mission Mayori. And thank you for bringing Denise along with you. Yeah, Yeah, first time to the Mission. (laughs) So so where does Denise come in with you in in your life? Is it through Black Star? I'm going to let Denise answer that. Use them Um, words. (laughs) Communicate. (laughs) So Mayori came into my life actually as my professor at Temple University. To you. Um, She was a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was a teacher twice. She taught, she taught a recording industry course, um, and then she taught a summer course. I'm also a nerd in, in different ways. Um, and so I took the summer course. It was about hip-hop, studying the history. We actually read uh, Can't Stop, Won't Stop by Jeff Chang. Okay, And yeah. um, it was an amazing class. And then after the class wrapped, she sent out an email and said, I'm thinking about starting a festival. Does anyone know anyone who wants to volunteer? And I was... Um, you 
know, it was so like bright eyed and green and I was like, I'll do it. And that was Black Lily. That was Black Lily Film and Music Festival. Um, and then I was your intern at the Painted Bride. Um, Concurrently, those yeah, are simultaneous time, positions. That's where I did my independent study so I could graduate a little early. Oh, um, that's right. And yeah, she can't get rid of me. Um, she is responsible <laughs> for my child's father coming into my life, henceforth responsible for my child. Um, and I've worn almost every hat with Black Star. I was part of the steering committee at the very, very beginning when it was Kina Watt. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I've been communications director, managing director, kind of, sort of. And now I'm currently the board, a board co-chair. Um, so yeah, I've been along the journey since the beginning. And Excellent. it's been beautiful to watch it evolve into mm-hmm. what it is today. I'm just in awe of my friends. I was about to say, as people in Philadelphia watching it, it's it's been glorious. Yeah. Really just watching Black Star become, and we're so happy and so proud. Mayori said that you all uh, work with the Me Too, is that correct? Yeah, so I'm Chief Communications Officer for Me Too International. We are the nonprofit organization that undergirds the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, we officially became incorporated in 2019. Um, and yeah, I've been I've been part of that team since the end of 2018 with the amazing Toronto Burke. And right. a very small but mighty team of just really brilliant organizers, you know, and folks who really just want to, you know, change the way we talk about sexual violence, all the heavy things we don't have to talk about right now. But, <laughs> right, um, right. but yeah, communications is my jam. <clears throat> Um, at the intersection of art, culture, and social justice. So. As someone who is putting together this film festival and, and, and things of that nature, right? does this in any way affect the way you take in movies outside of the festival like schedule? Like when you're just sitting down to watch a, watch a movie, can you sit down and just enjoy a movie for what it is? Well, I think because I've been programming for something since 2000. Seven. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm not. I'm always having a program muscle while I watch right. things, but I also watch a lot of crap. So <laughs> I feel like I compartmentalize. Like I know when I'm going to watch something for me versus if I'm going to watch something potentially to be programmed or curated. Okay. Okay. Um, sometimes you're surprised, and you know, sometimes the worlds meet. But um, I, I feel like I'm able to compartmentalize and turn on and off you watch a lot of crap like you you know that this is crap but i like this crap 100 okay yeah so what's, what's the hum hum with the, that's crap that you just like i gotta take it in. what's your mcdonald's <laughs> um lately it's just been a lot of like abc family sitcoms i watch grownish i watched i just finished uh the bold type filed under crap y'all oh no i enjoy crap no i enjoy it but when i say i mean i shouldn't i shouldn't call it crap but it is not complicated right it is not right right. um, i see what you're saying you know artistically complex sure but it's it's enjoyable it's like you know i get it um it's sweet Look, everything doesn't have to be queen sugar. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. 
I'm gonna let you pick that up. Bro. No, I'm not gonna pick this. We already on shaky ground with the Lovecraft country. We gonna keep it moving. Yeah, I lost my black card when I was born, so I am gonna probably disagree with no, everybody no, on all the shows. It's all so right. I'm okay it's with all that. Right. Hey, hey, I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that thing about the grits and the sugar. So I'm gonna be just going. I'm, I'm wrong okay with sugar on grits. I'm okay. <sighs> we've had this conversation over 200 episodes um and and don't you worry about losing your black card because they still come on get down on me about the last dragon so it's it's all good what's wrong with the last dragon i just don't think it's a good movie oh it's not it's not a good movie but it is a great movie i mean it's a classic yes yes but it's not like cinema Right. right exactly okay all right everything has its place absolutely let's get on let's move on we have letters been sent. i was about to say anything for the missionaries and we did get an email from sharon eldridge oh great hey sharon email about pretzel bites oh my hello vincent len first of all i think uh i think you know but i love your show and appreciate both of you thank you that said (laughs) i missed the recording of the episode where you reviewed annie and only got to hear it several days later. Had I been on the YouTube live, I would have jumped in to defend Len and his movie snack taste. Listen, I love popcorn, microwave popcorn, big bag popcorn, caramel corn, kettle corn, what have you. Said, but you movie popcorn. All of the popcorns? But movie popcorn. Serial killer behavior at all? In our present times is trash. To choose pretzel bites over over movie theater popcorn just makes sense. And with dipping sauce, please, no contest. Pretzel bites all the way. I do not live in a pretzel bites region, but we do have soft, whole soft pretzels. And I have never been sorry choosing one of those over popcorn at the movies. And that's without dipping sauce. Pretzels are good. I know it. Len knows it. <laughs> Vince. Hashtag Pretzel Nation. Hashtag and the hate. Look, Sharon It's Elvis. not hate. If y'all want to eat that weirdo shit, look, that's fine. Every look, everyone do their own thing, but just understand I don't trust you. <laughs> Denise, what is your movie snack of choice? Um, so I love the combination of sweet and savory. I'm the girl who will go and put all that butter all over the popcorn and then put peanut M&M's in the mix and shake it up. It is. Wow. A delight. I miss the movie theater. I, I, I miss popcorn. I do it with plain M&M's. Mm. Oh, so you do the same boat with plain M&M's? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. It's so good. Wow. Yeah. I haven't tried that. That might that might. It'll change your life. No, no, you hear about people. People oftentimes use, um, what is the chocolate? It's like the, like almost the malt balls. Whoppers. Mm. Yeah, you hear people put whoppers in the popcorn. In the popcorn. God, I haven't had whoppers in like 40 years. Oh, I love whoppers. Wow. I love whoppers. Man, my life was changed when I realized that for Easter, when you get like the malted eggs, Mm -hmm. and when I was younger and I learned that whoppers were basically the same thing, I was like, oh, oh, God. Oh, God, because I only thought you could have them at Easter. I would live for Easter, and then I found out you can have them all year round. You never know where these conversations are going to end up. That's why we have them. It's the beauty of live <laughs> conversations. <laughs> Very true. All right. Um, okay, so that was our that was our one email. That was our email you. about pretzels. About pretzels. All right. Well, thank you, Sharon. 
we're going to be reviewing Denise. Let me ask you. We talked to Mayori. She was telling us about some of the things that she likes. Um, what do you find yourself when you sit at home and you turn on the TV? What is just like, ah, oh, just take me away? As far as crack goes, yeah. um, Shouts of Sunset. It's a reality show about a bunch of wealthy Persians. <laughs> How do you even find that? It's on Bravo. It's on Bravo. So you just turn oh, to Bravo and just whatever freak show comes just, on you. <laughs> basically. Um, I need a lot of escape time. You know what my new deal is? Like my new jam? When I think it's like me TV. They play like episodes of the Jeffersons from like the 11th season. Wow. Isn't it like close to the end? The episodes toward the end are so bizarre. Because they just ran out of Because they're not even making comedy anymore. Like they're just sort of wandering around the set. Like, it was never a young cast. Right, right. But by, like, the 11th... Because remember... Or maybe you don't remember. Because remember, they got, like, Ghost um, canceled. Right. Because CBS was that. doing this thing. They were playing reruns and new episodes the same week. Right. So, by, like, the last couple of seasons, you know, it's like Marla Gibbs and Sherman and Helms. And they're, like, just sort of wandering around. And it's almost like this deconstructed play that you're watching. Hmm. So that's my jam. Later years of the Jeffersons where they're just sort of wandering around. Like, <laughs> are we still making this? I mean, they're still sending checks to the house. So, so I guess we got to show I up guess here. I, we guess I got to show up. <laughs> you know, they handed me a script, but like, what's the script for like the fifth episode in the 11th season of the Jeffersons? Like George's... He's, He's doing business with those hands. Right, right. Like I'm doing business, and he's like doing a shuffle, but he's not doing it as quickly because it's been on like 11 years. Is Isabel Sanford? If she Isabel still, Sanford is there, but she walking. She's walking around. Like I think you know, she's still at the um, not the youth center. What was it? Remember she got the job down. Oh, she was volunteering. She was someplace. volunteering someplace. Yeah, some is like the youth center. Like Florence is the maid, but she don't. Do anything? She don't really do anything. Like she just sits around with George. It's really bizarre. I was always waiting for George to have an affair with um, Roxy Roker. <laughs> Did you actually think that was going to happen? Why not? She was fine. She was a nice little lady. Hey, I didn't say she wasn't fine. <laughs> I mean, Roxy Roker. Roxy. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> Roxy. Like they wanted to blown up the show, <laughs> like a like a very special episode <laughs> of the Jefferson. <laughs> Weezy, I got to talk to you. <laughs> oh my goodness! She volunteered at the help center. That's what it at was. the help it center, was, right? They didn't even actually have a name. It was, just, it was the, help the help center. It's where poor people came because it was the help center. Like I'm poor and I need help. Uh, Aaron Fry said, "Props to Marla Gibbs for finally getting her star yes, on the Walk of absolutely. Fame in Hollywood." And it's disgraceful that she didn't have it already. Yeah. I mean, she was on like two iconic shows. Like, she was on two shows. (laughs) Iconic. You, if I put a gun to your head, you know all of the lyrics to the 227 theme. You hear that Baltimore come out? 227. Hey, hey, hey. it's never far away. (laughs) Jefferson's iconic. 227. I don't know how iconic I would say 227 is. I'd say 227 was iconic. But also, the Hollywood, uh, the Star Walk is not uh, like 
merit-based. I right. know. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, I, know. I could apply for Denise to get one. It may not get approved, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Let's get What's into our that? review of Miss Juneteenth. We'll be right back with our movie review after we step to these messages. Never get over seeing Miss Juneteenth cleaning toilets. <laughs> the winner of Miss Juneteenth will receive a full scholarship to any historically black institution of your choice. Good luck. I know that you are looking to replicate your success. What's her problem? I beat her. When we get the new place, we can bring you on more regular. I hate to see you working so hard. I'm doing the best I can. I don't have the rest of the money. We don't do credit. We don't do layaway. <clears throat> you got something for her account? You know I can't carry that kind of money on me, girl. I'll be right by y'all this time. I've been holding down a long time around right here. She my dream now. I'm gonna make sure that she's something that we ain't. If I make the dance team, I can get me a scholarship. Now you have my daughter out there dancing like that. Ain't no school handing out no full ride for that. You better hope your grades turn out right. Where's your homework? You worry about the wrong thing. I need you to focus on your studies. Miss Juneteenth is here to prepare you for the future. Your dinner knife. That is your salad knife. One would surely not eat the main course with that. We are expecting greatness. Why are you making me do it? Didn't do nothing for you. So get up and clap your hands. But not ever see you at my house again. You always embarrass me. I'm not cute. <laughs> or built to suit a fashion model size. That's my baby. Phenomenal woman. That's me. Miss Juneteenth, ladies and gentlemen, written and directed by Channing Godfrey People, starring Nicole Bahari, Kendrick Sampson, and Alexis Chikese. The film follows a single mom and former teen beauty queen who enters her daughter into the local Miss Juneteenth pageant. This film from 2020 was the selection of our guest, Mayori Holmes and Denise Beek of the Black Star Film Festival. Mayori, what say you of Miss Juneteenth? Well, it won Best Feature Narrative at Black Star last year. So mm -hmm. my organization loves the film very much. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I also really enjoyed it. I mean, I um, was a beauty queen in high school. Oh, really? Um, and had what a single mom. <laughs> what was the pageant? It was my, my high school was um, in this small town in Northern Atlanta, um, and so they still had pageants and sororities like a college might. And so I was the first black Miss Shambly High School. Oh, okay. very nice. And they stripped me of all the responsibilities because of that. So, wow. You know. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I thought I love Nicole Beharry, like everything mm -hmm. she does. She's always incredible. Mm -hmm. And I have like ancestral roots in Texas. Like I just, I relate it to the film on a lot of different levels and I just thought it was like a sweet first feature. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, you know, 
the acting was really good. I thought the layers with the grandmother and, mm-hmm. you know, Kendrick and, you know, I just, it, it was like a perfectly like kind of banal film. Right. But then had all these layers to it. Right. So I really appreciate it. What about you, Denise? I enjoyed it. I don't have much of a personal connection to the story. Um, I I am a daughter of immigrant parents, so Juneteenth was like not a thing mm. <laughs> until I got to college. To be honest, it was not a thing that was like celebrated in the town I grew up in until recently, which is quite funny. But um, I thought it was a great film. I thought it was a wonderful way to kind of show how current day Black communities are still kind of telling the story of Juneteenth and through this pageant. I don't know that this was like a coming of age story, but I like really, um, I appreciated um, the person who plays Kai. Was it mm-hmm. Alexis. Alexis, yeah. Um, she's, she was fantastic. Um, and yeah, I just, I laughed when I realized that Kendrick's name is uh, Ronnie because I feel like male Ronnie's <laughs> in films or wherever in life are just always like, a hot ass mess. So I, just, I, appreciate <laughs> I appreciate it. Ronnie is Swahili for a fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, I appreciate it. He was doing the best he could. It's just sure. He just mm-hmm. wasn't good at it. He just. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I really I liked the also the characters from the from the bar. I think it was Wayman. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the yeah, owner. Yeah, Wayman. Yeah. That's right. And then the the woman who kind of also ran the bars. I, you know, like those characters are kind of like we all know them, right? Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I really appreciated just like the well roundedness of of the story. I'm going to ask you, Vince, like uh, for your first thoughts on the film. But one of the things about Alexis and Nicole, one of the things I appreciate, we mentioned this on Jen too, which it's going to come up. I love a film where. They actually look like they could be relatives, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and the grandmother, and the grandmother. And the grandmother. Yeah. See the lineage, like mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which 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 is kind of like when you get it right, that storytelling shorthand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so I really like. That. Well, the grandmother had that wonderful line where she says to Turquoise, "You get your good looks from me," mm-hmm. and they're both really attractive women, and it's like that's that's perfect. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Where did you land on uh, your first thoughts with Miss Juneteenth? Everything that both of you have said, so I'll say something a little different. I really, really admired the sense of place. Mm. Like, I really love the way that um, Channing Peoples kind of established this community Mm -hmm. and these people. And and you read about it. She is from this area or an area very similar to this. And you got the sense that she knew these people and, and she knew like the little details that make a place yeah. real. Mm-hmm. Like there's a moment where there's a person in the bar drinking beer and he puts a little salt. Yeah. In the beer. Like yeah. It's little details yep. like that, mm-hmm. that I thought were, were fantastic alongside with what both of you said. I thought the script was great. Mm-hmm. I thought I love a script that gives you, just enough information to keep you going, but you don't get an info dump. Yes. Right. Like for a film called Miss Juneteenth, and like you said, it really is over the past year or so that Juneteenth is, have, has gotten this really public. Nobody outside of the Southwest was talking about Juneteenth yeah. no. until yesterday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but the movie plays fair. This yes. is a movie about people who know about Juneteenth. Right. Yeah. Right. So there's yeah. no reason for there to be this huge... Information dump. Right. Yeah. And then when you get it, you get it at that wonderful little museum mm-hmm. that you can tell this probably was part of the training to be Miss Juneteenth. 
uh, the other thing that I liked about the script, like we were joking before about Ronnie, but one of my pet peeves in fiction is when you have a character who has a weakness for someone who's bad for them. Mm. And as the audience, you're like, why would you even fall for this kind of person? Mm. But the thing I liked about Ronnie and you see the, you know who I thought about speaking of, of Selma and, and, and Queen Sugar and Ava DuVernay. Middle of nowhere. I thought uh, about Omari Hardwick's character in yeah. the middle of nowhere, where you have this guy who, like, he's not a bad guy. He just can't put it all together. Like, he just, like, 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 how does he get arrested for basically almost poaching? And, and you know, and he's, he's, he's got, he doesn't have any money, and he's, you know, well, I want to buy a shop. And, like, you get him. Like, you get how she is intertwined with him and it in a way that it doesn't speak badly to her character. Mm-hmm. Much like y'all, I thought the acting was me. I also love um, Nicole Bahari so much so that I could have skipped watching it. Like I could have just come in and just said, look, everybody go watch this. Cause I still <laughs> feel some kind of way about how they did her on Sleepy Hollow. She, they did her wrong. They did so, her dirty. So, you know, I'm just always team Nicole Bahari. But but yeah, I thought it was a great little movie. I really did. And and it's funny you mentioned Jen, speaking of the Mystics and, and Simone Mystics film from a few years ago, another kind of indie darling. But you it is that wonderful Also played at Black Star. Also played it I I we I saw it at Black Star. Mm-hmm. Had that beautiful mother daughter relationship mm-hmm. at the center yeah. of the film. Like that's mm-hmm. really the relationship that matters the most. And I love how the film Again, it's, it was just this perfectly calibrated script mm-hmm. that made sure that you understood this is the heart right here. These, right. these two right. moments. So, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this. And there are moments in the film where that relationship, as in all of the relationships, but more because their relationship is central to the film, there are moments where it could have gone into the cliche. You mm-hmm. know, like the kid is like, mad about not wanting to do Miss Juneteenth things like all of a sudden there's a you know a, a dust up between them two you know what I mean yet the film I think is very smart speaking about not doing an info dump we know it's never said exactly why Miss Juneteenth means as much to the mother as as it, as it is but we know why we know why her life took the turn that it did mm-hmm. um but it never says it. And you never, Kai never expresses it except for that one little moment where she's looking at a picture of her mom with her as a baby. Mm-hmm. And you can almost see in her head her start doing the math mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. about exactly when she came into this world, right. you know, and how that coincided with her mom's life and, and the little things about her mother's life that she's learning in her history. And I and I love that that this movie it doesn't tell you it, but it tells you it. Yeah. The film is almost off before you actually hear Tur- Turquoise say at the pageant, "I was Miss Juneteenth, two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. Like she never mm-hmm. actually says the year until the very end. Yeah. And then you know Kai has been saying the whole movie, "I'm fifteen, and it's two thousand nineteen. So like you said, you figure this is what happened, but there's never a you know if I didn't have you. I wouldn't blah 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 blah. Right, right. So yeah. Yeah. Very smart. Very, very smart film. 
good selection on you, man. <laughs> Thank you. It's almost as if you programmed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you all had so many films. That it, I was like, where can I fit in? And I was trying to think of something that um, would fit in the show, but also still be left. I mean, you, you covered <laughs> everything. And then there are the things that I'm not watching. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it's a lot of stuff. That's <laughs> but then you said, well, there are some things I'm not going to watch. As a, a, a first film for Channing Peoples, how would she do in, in your eyes? Well, you know, there's something that I think is really unfair for both women and for black people in that we expect the first film to be like genius, you mm -hmm. know, and there's no room for just like making just a good film like mm -hmm. it's solid mm -hmm. like and i think that channing and her husband who was her producer um made a really good film and it gave them it was good enough to get her her you know representation and the next work and all mm -hmm. of that um but it was i think to the things that you all were saying it's really well um edited like mm -hmm. that script is tight. Mm -hmm. I feel like the direction is tight. Like it is a solid film and it isn't, you know, um, necessarily uh, grand in any of its like aesthetic ambition, Right. but it is solid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is hard to do. It's mm -hmm. kind of like pop music. You know, we take that stuff for right. granted. Exactly. And then you think about like T-Pain or Will I Am, like that's actually super hard work to make these like little, you know, bops. Mm -hmm. These earworms, yeah. Um, so I, I think she did an excellent job and it shows a lot of promise and it mm -hmm. shows, I'm very curious, you know, what she gets to make next. But I think all the things that you said, her, her skill of um, observation, choosing actors, getting performances out of them, um, grounding herself in place. I mean, all of those things, they're... You know, there's very little that I can say bad about the film. I'm you glad know? you pointed out the editing because that's one of the things that I, I kind of like took note real quick that for a film that, you know, it's not an action film. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, bomb blowing up or anything like that. And then it pretty much is for as much as we herald what is not said, it still is a, a talking movie. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, mm -hmm. you're talking through the scenes. But the editing is so crisp and so well done it, it doesn't it's not like quick cuts all over the place right. but it's just so well paced you mm -hmm. know um i was thinking about the scene where she is with ronnie um early on uh he he, he shows up after the the place is closed mm -hmm. and it's just them kind of like dancing together and just being in into each other a little bit and uh, it's it's well paced. It's not too slow, even though it's a smoother, slower song. Uh, they don't lose their character. She slowly gives into like you know this is yes, this guess this is my dude. All right, you know, you know. All right, it's, it's Thursday. Come on, <laughs> Ronnie is doing the best he can. It's just his best is not that good. Well, then he's not doing the best he. Can. No, he's doing the best he can. No, he's not, like he's Vince. operating at maximum, Ronnie. Vince, Vince, <laughs> Vince. You know what did he get arrested for? The, the they were right. fishing somewhere they shouldn't have been fishing and they shot an alligator which is a protected species because the alligator was coming towards them that's his best okay. yeah uh -huh. yeah ronnie makes bad decisions but he's not <laughs> a bad guy he's not a bad guy i mean he's not a bad guy if you're putting him up against uh i don't know like the son of sam but he's <laughs> Or a bad guy, like he yeah. means he well. He, right, he doesn't have bad intentions. Right, like yeah. he means well. He's not malicious. Mm -hmm. Right, he's right. In the movie or... 
Okay. Yeah. I hear you. You know, yeah. he's not a crip, like, he's not a violent criminal. He wasn't, like, y- you hate to say it, but but you almost, you know there's going to be a complication. And you're like, all right, where is this dude? Like, like how is this dude going to mess this up? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, is he about to do some criminal shit? Is, is, is it going to be another woman? Is it, you, right. you know, mm-hmm. and it's not. He Getting just, fired from the job. Right. right. Ronnie just, you, you know, he, he took his daughter to a place where people are beefing and one mm. dude got a gun. But mm. he shouldn't have mm. took her there. But at the same mm. time, he said, hey, y'all scare my little girl. Oh, well, then, okay. Well, that's okay. He spent the money on the shop. He spent, yeah. But he spent the money on the shop. Like, he didn't spend the money on. And I think the movie was clear that this whole Miss Juneteenth thing was Turquoise's thing. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like this was her she one. wanted a better life for her child. Right, but that one, her only shot out. <laughs> like, this, this is my only, work on your jump shot. Is this your only shot out? Go ahead, Denise. Uh, you know, I just... <laughs> got me over here defending Ronnie. Let's go, let's go win. This one, is I just love how quickly Kai got on the phone to tell her mama to come get her. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mama go her way, because I can't fool with you mm-hmm. and these men in here. I mean... Ronnie being Ronnie, I you know. A Ronnie. Yeah. Listen, find me a Ronnie, a, a male Ronnie who is pure. <laughs> Apologies to all the Ronnie. I was about to say, watching. yeah, we'll be hearing about that. <laughs> <laughs> she won't be here for that letter, um, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, I really, I appreciated the writing of it. I felt like there was nothing that felt too on the nose, except. I thought it was just a little too ironic how the mother had a drinking problem and ended up <laughs> in the bar the same day that she was like, I'm not watching your child. Like, that's your child, not mine. I was like, that's... But the mother knew her schedule. Right, she, she thought was it was her day to be off. There. Okay. Because she said, what are you doing here? Right. Fine. I'll give you that. I'll I got on my drinking wig. I got on my drinking wig. Thursday night. That's right. <laughs> Put a little salt in my beer. It's mm-hmm. about to be on. I was just, I was like, really? Because you seen her turn her wig when she said, Mama? She's like, oh. <laughs> it's like a wig of invisibility. Maybe if I'm still, Turquoise won't see me. Yeah, that was my only thing. I was like, that, really? did she have to? But sure, like, fine. I I really, I really enjoyed the writing of it. I thought it was very, very smart. Um, and I think maybe something can be, I'm not an editor, so I don't, I don't know, but I loved I love the pacing of it, and I feel like you you kind of inferred so much just from like the expressions on people's faces without them having to say mm-hmm. anything. Like the woman who she beat in the pageant when she was, you know, her whole thing. Like you got it without, you know, her Stank. having to say. Yeah. She was terrible. She was. She ain't had to get up from her chair to walk she around. Sure <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was like. Oh damn, hey turquoise. I'm like, uh-huh. you ain't really got to be standing over me like that. Uh-huh. And then, like, I didn't even know there was a solid knife. Like, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. yeah. Is there? Is there really a solid? Y'all, all, all, they, are, they are all staring, giving me the <laughs> eye. Like, you know, Maori like, just told you she was a beauty queen. That's why I looked at like, her when I said it. We, we did not have uh, manners classes or anything like that. It was just a popularity contest <laughs> and talent. Okay, I'll bite. What was your talent? <laughs> I did not dissimilar to uh, Alexis's character. I did a Kai, uh, a recitation of James Baldwin's, uh, not James Baldwin Johnson, the creation. You do it to a beat? 
No. I was about to say, <laughs> and he wrapped his arms and you like wrapped his arms around. No, but I did wear cross colors for my fashion segment. Nice. Wow. Wow. Speaking of the pageant, I wanted an entire spinoff film about the girl who was a ventriloquist. <laughs> I actually wrote in my notes, I know that little black girl is not up there with a ventriloquist dummy yes, she talking was. about Juneteenth. Yes, she was. This is the movie I need. I, I loved it, though. Her practicing with the dummy about Juneteenth. I loved that part. I thought that was cool. Yeah. You know? I, you know why I love that? Because to me, that was... You, you could see that at least the other girls were being themselves. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Which is all that's you really wanted for Kai. Yeah, that's a good you know? point. So if I was Kai watching that, it's like... I know she ain't up here with this puppet. I'm reading this 1980, you know, but um, so I actually appreciate it. And then she hit it, hip hopped it. And it's just not because you were a fan of, what was it, Willie, Willie Brown and Lester? <laughs> no, I was not a fan. I actually was not a fan of Willie Brown and Lester. Or, um, I like uh, Will and Wait, I was about to say, in Madam, you like Madam. Right, well, what was going on in the 70s? Like, why were there what different you, ventriloquists? What do you always say is going on in the 70s? <laughs> like, how is it like different celebrities who have ventriloquist dummies? All you ever say is like, it's a lot of cocaine in the 70s. A lot 70s. of cocaine. A lot of ever, coke. Cane's a hell of a drug. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that is the rumor. Um, what we've been going on about Nicole uh, Bahari, we spoke about Alexis' performance. What about uh, Kendrick Sampson's? I thought he did well. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan. I love Kendrick Sampson. Like, I don't know yeah. if this is who he actually is, mm-hmm. but between this and Insecure, he has nailed this guy. <laughs> like, he has nailed he is this pretty guy. pretty much like, like guy he, in Insecure. Well. Right. That means well Negro. Like, I'm a means well Negro. Like, I'm good looking enough that no one ever really pushed me Ooh, over to kind of build my character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because I'm good looking, like I don't really have that meanness in me that some dudes have. Because <laughs> things have come pretty easily for me. Yes, they have. And he I was, mean well. He was ready to roll on. Um, he was, on, he bacon. Oh, bacon. Bacon. Yeah. on bacon. On bacon. You know why? Because bacon was serious. Bacon, bacon was, was snatch. Bacon was serious right business. Bacon came hat on his outfit. I need bacon to come to my door like and that. And brought a okay. horse. I know. Bacon okay. came Lone Ranger up. He said, I don't want you to work. Oh. I wish. I wish. Where you at, Bacon? Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you my address right now. I didn't know you could be the first lady of a funeral home, but apparently that's a thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Bacon was serious. Bacon yes. Was ready. He was ready. He was I'm ready. ready. <laughs> be the first. Uh, that's uh, right. Over, what is it? Not, not overseer. What do you call it? Undertaker. 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 <laughs> Mrs. Undertaker. <laughs> he said, I wish I could bring you on full time. I said, Oh, talk that talk, bacon. Why what? you break up with how whatever her name is? How Sheila? She wasn't you. Oh, oh, bacon. Yes. Said, oh, bacon. Bacon yes. L. Bacon, bacon ain't play. Bacon ain't playing. He laid he laid it down. Like, you know I want you. Yep. So what? Right, 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 right. Cause at first it it was very speaking of, speaking of the the script, like yeah, you think, like yeah. obviously we know he likes her, mm-hmm. but I love the fact that the script complicates that character. Like this is not some dude all misty eyed. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he's a man, mm-hmm. yeah. so he actually said, "Look, I like. I'm trying to do this." And it's a, it's a very small thing, but the other thing that I like is that he obviously likes her, mm-hmm. and you see at this point he's kind of like. 
He probably has been flirting with her for years. He, he, since high school. Right. Since right, because his drunk daddy, I'm sorry, <laughs> he was taking his medicine for his joint. I love all the little moments. Yeah, it, was, it was great. But, but what I liked is that when he makes his move, when he brings Trigger to the door and the whole nine, it's after it's already been established, she's not wearing her wedding ring. Mm. Because mm-hmm. it's, right. it's different if she's wearing her wedding ring. You know what I mean? So I, it, that's a very small thing, yeah. but I, I like that because that does say a little bit more about his character. Yes. And, and you know, the forthrightness of exactly what he's saying. Like, yo, you're not wearing the ring. Like, you're telling me yeah. like, there's a chance. So, baby, what's up? But it speaks to her character. And she said, like, Bacon is a good man. Mm-hmm. But she said, I just want something from myself. Is that real? No, Bacon, where you at? <laughs> Let me find out. We got another beauty queen for you right here, Bacon. <laughs> you can learn phenomenal woman. No, of course. Of course, you know, every, every you know, most people want something for themselves. <laughs> I wasn't mad at, at Turk for, for sticking to what where her heart was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. But yeah, I think that's also cover. <laughs> like you say, you want something for yourself means I'm not really feeling you like that. Right. Because when you're feeling somebody, you'd right. be like, whatever you want. Right. Like, right. I'm just, right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Full time. So is that eight to four? <laughs> <laughs> See, that was my thinking. My thinking was it's cover because while she wanted something for herself, it's not like she couldn't have carved the lane right. there for her. you. Right. Saw right. she was there because she was True. doing the makeup. Right, right. right. You know, so that could have been her world. So right. she was letting bacon down easy. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. See, you, we'd have just told him, I don't eat pork. You know what? <laughs> I kept waiting for one of you all to say it, and none, no one said it, so now I had to say it. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the one thing I will say about her, and this is why I did appreciate her on Sleepy Hollow, which, look, Sleepy Hollow is what it was. It was generic genre television. It, it's, it was an CBS. X-Files clone. Right. Yeah. Dude travels through Tom, headless horseman. She played a no-nonsense cop. But the one thing I will say about that, and here, what I appreciate about Nicole Harry is that there's a just a very, I guess the best actors make it make it seem effortless. Her performances are very subtle and yes. very grounded. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, just her in, what was it, Shane? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he comes to her, and she does. she's not doing anything, right? But it's that she's yeah. rooted. Right. Yeah. And I just yeah. I, I just found myself just really appreciating her and she mm-hmm. just became becomes the character as much as I can see. I see Nicole, but she becomes Turk. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. just to add it, because I do think she's grounded in, in this very sort of subtle, understated performance. Mm-hmm. But sometimes actors that do that can almost vanish like camouflage. Mm-hmm. You cannot take your eyes off of her. Mm-hmm. No. Like, she pops off the screen. Well, I mean, she's gorgeous, but also she pops off the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's a potent combination yeah. with this understatement, but then also this kind of quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magnetism. So with all of this being said, and yes, someone in the chat is saying she has presence. Absolutely. I'll start with uh, uh, Denise. Would you recommend that people see Miss Juneteenth? <laughs> Is there a specific audience you have in mind? No, I think I think it's a I think it's a great kind of like family ish kind of movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, sure. I think it's 
like 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 Mary said, it's like the now film, but there are layers to it, and yeah, I appreciate it again, like how it's rooted in history, it's rooted in culture. Um, I always just love seeing all kinds of black people on the screen. So mm-hmm. even like the scenes of the parade mm-hmm, and the, mm-hmm. the women doing the line dance, I just, yeah, the bar scenes. I just, yeah, like even for those moments, I'm just like, yes. We hadn't seen these people before. Right. right. And I think like you need to be able to see black people doing nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we deserve that. Our main characters are working class, but they are not mm-hmm. tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're struggling, but it's not like they're not about to drown, you know? So it's like seeing this kind of everyday trying to get it together mm-hmm. on both sides. Because I mean, you could, we talking about Ronnie, but what is Turquoise doing? You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, sis, you can't go to the mall and get a job. Like I'm in my mind, <laughs> like you cleaning toilets and you miss Juneteenth. Like what, what, those are your options. Right. So um, I'm curious about her character as well. If it, it feels like she's way down here for someone who was, so smart and so beautiful, it feels like that's a long way. Like there was no, you know, you thought bacon couldn't be in the better. daycare. You know, I mean, yeah. like there's so many things. I didn't say bacon you thought, could do you better. Bacon could do better. <laughs> but I, but I'm just saying we're we're <laughs> taking it out on uh, Ronnie. But I, also with her, I mean, I did think about that. Like, why isn't she, you know, a paralegal? Like, I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I think I think the only person who wasn't shaming her or getting on her about the life that she chose was vacant. I think that everybody shamed her and judged her for being a teen mother. And I feel like yeah. that's, that's so baked in without it being like, right, you know, right. Hammered on. You over the your head with it. Yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like that has a lot to do with. Yeah. Like, Which kind of speaks to why she's so invested in her yeah. daughter becoming Miss mm-hmm. Juneteenth. Cause that, I mean, that is unfortunately a dynamic that you see mm-hmm. where, yeah. you know, people are teen parents and then they kind of say, I'll show you, I'll show you all mm. through their kids. Yeah. Well, I hadn't considered that Yeah, that's... because I forget about the mother, right? Because right. I have so many friends who were teen parents, but their parents made sure that they right. Right. had very, right. you know, mm-hmm. successful education, yeah. you know what I mean? And things like that. So, right. Which we didn't mention. I thought the scene with the prayer circle was spectacular where, where her mother brings her mm-hmm. and Kai mm-hmm. in and it turns into this, amazingly abusive scene yeah Yeah. and it happens it's so quick Mm -hmm. and 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 it tells you everything about that relationship Mm -hmm. and the dysfunction in there and you you know you want to talk about editing and directing and script Mm -hmm. and performance all in that one moment yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. was amazing yeah i i i really dug that especially because if i remember correctly with yeah because this comes after the fa- the mother yes. being drunk yeah right. the bar right. mm-hmm. and with, when the mother is drunk at the bar that's another side of the mom another side of their dynamic mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. them with them too and when it cuts to the mom saying oh of course i'll watch her it's almost like okay She's showing appreciation right. yeah. for what happened, but then you learn, no, mom is still just it's like messed so up. Yeah. manipulative. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's such a great scene. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'd absolutely recommend this for, for the reasons that everyone just said. And and just uh, again, it's it's just a wonderful it's a wonderful addition to just sort of depictions of blackness. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's a great small, but like, I think you all, I 100% agree with the, the unfairness that we have of, mm. of black director 
characters right out the gate mm-hmm. that we expect them to just whatever. And it is there. There is something about these small films. Well, you can't be a master without practice, right? Like how you come out and you're just supposed to. That's true. Like that's not fair. It's not. It's not a real. It's an unreal expectation. It, look, I, personally, <laughs> yeah, I think it goes back to Spike Lee. I think the I think the media sort of had this relationship with black directors from Spike Lee and everything. They want these auteurs. They want these people Mm-mm. with these sort of vision right out the box. I disagree. Okay, please go. I mean, because it's not just in film; it's in everything. It's just okay. supremacy. <laughs> so it's just—it's it's just, just there's no space for, for black just periods of no. music. You gotta be books. extraordinary, okay? Always yeah. extraordinary in both ways, like right. super tragic or super. I mean, just I mean, we can go into all our characters until very recently. We're always either the smartest or the dumbest. You know what I mean? There's right, no right, right. so yeah. But you don't think that in with the as there are more and more outlets for content now, mm-hmm. and thus there are more and more images of us mm-hmm. out there, certainly more than you know we when we were you know younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't think that there is now more of a middle ground being formed out there? I hope so, and I think we'll have to see because there's also still a lot of spectacular, right? I mean, right. Lovecraft Country is spectacular. Right. It is not middle ground in any way. Sure. Uh, them is spectacular. Like there's a lot um, that is still coming out that is. And, and I mean, that's also OK. Right. I mean, no, no, that's no. that's around. That's not just for black people. But I would just be curious how this sustains. Mm. Right. Like if the Upshaws is the middle ground we want to present. You know, or if it's, I mean, I would say blackish to me is more of an example of True. this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and blackish spawning both brownish and mixedish. And you know what I mean? Like, that is more of an example of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the more content that's out there, then I think the natural thing is for there to be more diversity in that content. Um, but that's been the problem, right? That there hasn't been enough of us. So I'm just True. curious as these streamers have, you know, continue to still develop. And content is still needed to kind of see what rises to the fray. Um, we'll see. Now, now, but I just feel like it hasn't until we've had ten years of this. Right. That's right. Will I feel like okay? This is like, but I mean, it feels like it's happening. I mean, there definitely has been in the life cycle of the festival, right? Um, and looking at the way the industry has shifted in just the, these ten years, looking at the folks that are working who are in DGA now. I mean, like all of that is changing. Um, as long as all those folks are willing to like investigate their own white supremacy and their own um, expectations for what work is, you know what I mean? There's a lot of work to do hmm. just by putting black people as heads of networks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't change white supremacy. Right. So like you see someone like Issa Rae's journey mm-hmm. who kind of, you know, like a web series mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I don't know if you ever watched the awkward black girl. Like, I did. It, right. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Like you can see it's a spark there. But it is a fairly humble beginning. Yeah. And um, I just forgot. I know I always mispronounce it. Zakita. I don't know who you're trying to pull. Zakita. Oh, she was. She started on BuzzFeed. Quinta Brunson. Quinta Brunson. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, this is someone else who's kind of come up through this almost new media new mm-hmm. outlet. And how do you, how does that figure into your equation? I don't know. I mean, I think. Issa Rae is doing really well <laughs> and I'm excited mm-hmm. for her. Um, I don't, I don't know that insecure feels like, I mean, I guess there's a lot of banal, 
an insecurity. It's hard because they're so beautiful. So you're just yeah. like, this, these are not regular people. But <laughs> I guess what's happening to them is real regular, right? right? right Particularly right, Issa's right. character. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't think that that is not an example. And mm-hmm. I think the doors that have opened just at HBO alone for other shows to kind of come through um, is very interesting. And I'm, I'm just curious to see more of it. That's all. I mean, I just feel like when we look at Black popular culture, there have been these waves. And so I feel like it's sometimes hard to, for me at this point, to get excited because I'm like, is this going to go away? Right. See the way you sustain a little. Then I feel like we get to get into it. And, you know, because some of my favorite work is what I call like white hipster angst. Mm -hmm. And like, I love better things and I love you're the worst. And I love basically anything on FX. Dave, you know. Oh, yeah. And besides like Atlanta and. You know, I think to some extent um, they tried to do that with woke. Like, I mean, I think we're trying to like see more of that kind of stuff with black and brown folks. But mm-hmm. and even Atlanta's damn near museum installation, right? Like, every episode, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So we sat down with you back in December of 2019. So it's already almost two years ago. Yeah. Wow. It was before the troubles. Wow. Yeah, right. It was right before. It, it was right before the troubles. Right before the troubles. And you spoke of the same thing. This is the reason why I was looking up today. You spoke of the same thing, hoping that to see that this sustains a little bit, you know, this wave that mm-hmm. is going on. And we're here in 2021, almost two years later, and it's still going. I would, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we'll check back with you in eight and a half years. <laughs> I, I hope it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make that date. Make that date. All right. Okay. Well, that has been our review of Miss Juneteenth, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have enjoyed it. And if, if you have enjoyed this conversation with Maori Holmes and Denise Beek, please check out this week here in Philadelphia, the Black Star Film Festival. August 4th through the 8th, five days of virtual and in-person events, screening 80 films by filmmakers from all around the world. Go to blackstarfest.org for more information for schedules of the events of the films. It promises, I'm telling you, that they, they never, ever disappoint. They really don't. It, it's, it's a fantastic festival. Thank you. It really, really is. Before we tell you what we're going to be watching next week, ladies and gentlemen, I invite you to hit us up. Go to the Michelle Mission website, michellemission.com. Two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. Give us all your thoughts and concerns. Email us at michellemission at gmail.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-A-U-X-M-I-S-S-I-O-N. Like and follow us on all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube at Me Show Mission. And if you go to our website, you can hit swag. We can check out some of the cool designs and treats that we have available for you from our good friends at Tee Public. And the Me Show Mission is a proud member of the Podglomerate Podcast Network, thepodglomerate.com. They make podcasts work. Next week on the Me Show Mission, it's Vincent's turn to select our film. And boy, he's got a doozy that he's had in the chamber for quite some time. It's true. That's right. Vince, let the people know what we will be watching and reviewing next week. I have been doing some reading about the L.A. Rebellion directors. Mm. And I'm really fascinated by Jamal Fanaka, who is we've we've seen one. We watched Welcome Home, Brother Charles mm-hmm. two years ago. A yes. fan favorite. 
And it's a film that I think critics and scholars have a hard time kind of wrapping their their heads around, like, what do we do with this when we talk about these films? And that would be the 1979 film Penitentiary. Penitentiary. Starring the... Leon Isaac Kennedy. <laughs> Leon Isaac Kennedy. Yes. Or as men our age would say, Jane's husband. <laughs> the luckiest man on earth. Oh That's right. Goodness gracious. Penitentiary from 1979. Next week on the Michelle Mission. Do you know who Jane Kennedy is, Denise? I knew that went over her head. You should look her up. She was the, what would you say? She was like, is it Tracy Ellis Ross, her equivalent? No. Who's who's her equivalent? She was like the Beyonce, but as an actor. No. I mean, she was like, fine, fine. Right? right. No, but yeah, but she was like, she was like. Oh, right. Guys probably, don't really be checking for Beyonce. Well, I was actually going to say that's a disservice to Beyonce. Like, Beyonce is so much. Yeah. yeah. She's a, Beyonce, yeah she didn't get that level. Jane Kennedy was just fine. Like, Jane, Jane Kennedy. Like, was, her job was being fine. But who who's her equivalent now? Her, her equivalent, equivalent now? now? Or even someone Denise would know. <sighs> like, there's, like, everybody is a multi-hyphenate now. Yeah, but like Jane they, Kennedy really was just fine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But she was wow. Who who, who would who would be the closest? That's a good, this is a good question. Equivalent to Jane Kennedy to Jane now, Kennedy, or even of the last 20, 30 right? Because again, Cause everybody like, is a multi hyphenate. Because she's definitely seventy. Like your beloved Nia Long, my beloved <laughs> Anika Noni Rose. Like these are women with lots of talents yeah. and skills. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jane Kennedy, she, she really she was fine. She was she fine. Was, she like was her just, job was being fine. She was a sportscaster. She was barely an actress. Um, she was just fine. She was just fine. That's really that's really what she did. Um, so maybe like even models, like I'm trying to think of a model because even Tyra Banks is like a mogul. Right, she's a mogul. Yeah. Well, well, then you could say maybe she's the next level of, of Jane Kennedy because she took it further. Okay. No, but I mean, also is Tyra Banks like universally fine the way that people talk about Look, Jane Kennedy? I was just was... trying to think of somebody fine. <laughs> Look, man, like you asking me to I'm just, I'm just, I'm about trying Naomi to... Campbell? I mean, our brother's at home talking about Naomi Campbell. Well, nobody's at home talking about her now. I, but were you even 20 years ago? Yeah. No. Probably not. No. Damn. No. I, was on, I was on more Tyra Banks than Ty- Naomi Campbell, very honestly. The funny thing is 20 years ago, you I think y'all Nia have Long. a point, though. 30 years ago. <laughs> I was about to say. Like I'm someone who's about. just cute and kind of doesn't immortal. do anything. Yeah. Right. Like, who? Do, can you have that job in not 2021? Anymore. Right, like you gotta have make some shirts or something. <laughs> make some shirts. Well, we also you know, I, sell fish plates. Out I think your car. people were on TV who weren't really anything back in the day, and now they're like, "Oh, I was a lawyer." You know what I mean? Or right, "Oh, true. I was right, like, yeah, you know, right. you don't have any like vapid personality." Right. It's like on Love Boat. Like it would be people who were celebrities. On Love <laughs> right. Boat. I mean, Kim Kardashian might be the closest, except was, she's not but, black. Yeah, I was gonna say Kim Kardashian, but I was trying to think yeah. who's a black Kim Kardashian. I yeah, and there's a sex tape. Oh, that. Was. Remember, because when they that's got divorced, right. that's right. When they got divorced, it I was forgot like, about that. Yeah, it was downstairs. It, it was like the what? Ark of the Covenant for teenage <laughs> black boys. Wow. How old are y'all? I mean, I'm fifty. I'm fifty-four. Yeah, but you remember it like yesterday. So you did, so you saw it. Yes. Because remember, it was a deal. It was, it was a deal. It was. So so it was. Jane Kennedy was married to Leon Isaac Kennedy. They they made a you know they made they were married. I don't even know who he is. 
he's the but star I knew when you said Kennedy, right. I knew where they had going. made a tape mm-hmm. when they were married. They had a fairly acrimonious divorce, mm-hmm. right? Leon mm-hmm. Isaac Kennedy has sworn up and down that he didn't give mm-hmm. the tape to somebody, but somehow the tape was out in the wild, mm-hmm. right? And remember, this was like. Shit, this was like the early the early eighties. Early eighties, like, like the early eighties, and there was always it was it was like an urban legend, yeah. among dudes that there was a Jane Kennedy tape. Did you ever see it? Here's the thing: I saw like a fourth generation one. <laughs> like, no, hand to God, like my sophomore year of college, my boy had older brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw what my my, my, uh, my brother-in-law had. And somehow it was on, but it was like, like, like it really was, it, it was like the, the, the you it's know. a brutal film. Exactly. <laughs> like you couldn't really see nothing. Yeah. It was all hazy and it really was like, like you felt like you were seeing, and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm it's really. Fine. It's fine. Right. I mean, because you understand it was <laughs> her and, and there was no consent. But it, but it really had gained this level of notoriety mm. where, like, this was, like, a piece of, of black culture. Like, you, yeah. again, like, in 85, like, this would have been... I think it was before 85. No, no, I'm saying when I saw, like, shit, that must have been, like, 91, 92. Like, you had been hearing about this thing for almost 10 years. Because then it was... I can't even believe we're talking about Jimmy Kennedy's sex tape. There was debate about whether or not it existed. There was definitely like it was like like this was an urban like you said it was, it an, was urban an urban legend. legend and she certainly wasn't popping it right popping it up and then to like see it and I remember seeing the grainy like you, you know what ironically enough you know what I could see the most in the tape Leon Isaac Kennedy because remember he messed She's with not, the camera stand he yeah. was messing with the camera stand <laughs> like and that's how I knew it was actually her because it's like that's Leon Isaac Kennedy. But yeah, they they were Jane Kennedy. Yeah, so they Kim Kardashian. I guess. My mother and I, our favorite activity is recasting movies. Um, so like, oh, I love week, doing that. We just talk about like what should have been, some, you know, whatever. Sure so I'm going to transition from the Jane Kennedy sex tape to this, but okay, go ahead. Well, I'm going to ask her who the current Jane Kennedy is. Like, I just current, want to right. think about it because she might be able to in her armchair casting. Career. That's a good question. Oh, I love recasting. Vince hates that. I, I always do. suggest us do a nice on the show. I wanted to do a podcast with my mom where that's all we do. Oh, you should oh, do God, that. That'd be wonderful. I'll be a, can I be a guest? <laughs> yeah, I, I love doing. I love. Well, you know, I was that. thinking about having her on with me for this, but I don't think she's seen the movie. But I thought about that. She, she could choose like, a movie. Yeah, sure. We 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 go. We go she can choose whatever she wants. It yeah. could be a TV movie. Except Baby Boy. My mom on a podcast would be interesting. Oh, I would love be, to. That, that would have been so nice to, to have her on this particular, because like the mother-daughter. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Really cool. And you were beauty queen. Is your mother, like, is she here? Is she... She'll be here for the festival, though. Okay. She lives in Atlanta. All right. But she's, she's a good time. Yeah, she is. We'll make a special trip. We're mobile. <laughs> we're mobile. I'm telling you. I will make it happen. Too. Not saying. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about it because not to out Denise, but Denise is seven years younger than me and her older brother is my age. So I feel like her in her info stops at yeah. me. And I was like, I just know who Jane Kennedy is. But I was like, yeah. you don't know. Isn't that interesting? Jane Kennedy has been lost to the mist of time. Because what are you? You're 36? I, 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 I can see yeah. Jane Kennedy being lost to the mist of time. Like you said, yeah. she didn't really do anything. 
Right, right. Like well, even Lola Falana. Most about her, you know. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah Miss Fat Booty. Yeah. Right, because that's how you know yeah. how old most Def is. Right, like he outs himself. Right, but I mean, like she, she didn't do anything. Like you know, she, like look, she was just fun. You know, she was just also fun. Halle Berry. No, I'm just kidding. You know what? <laughs> what is, I mean, what is? Why is there so much hate? I'm not just because I say I don't like it. It don't mean that I'm hating. That's true. I don't like this. This person in the things. All right, we got to get out of here. Do you think Halle Berry can act? I think I if think given the right this. project, she can act. And we've talked about this before. I actually think she's hilarious. So. Jane Kennedy, J-Lo. I know I'm not talking about But J-Lo clearly. purports to do other things. I know. Like Jane Kennedy, <laughs> like Jane Kennedy was in her pocket like I'm fine. And she was good with that. Yeah. No, you know what? You know what, Jane? Because wasn't Jane Kennedy a, a pageant winner? Yeah, yeah, I think so, she was in so, pageant. So like I Miss think, USA or something. I think Vanessa Williams may be the next level, only because Vanessa Williams then went and excelled. Jane, but also, Vanessa Williams had trained. I mean, she's well, true. She's a musician and a dancer. Right, but, but I'm just like, saying, like, like you, like you just said, she was in pageants, and now I was just sitting here thinking, what was her talent? Like, I wonder what Jane Kennedy did. But Miss in USA pageants. and Miss America are not the same because Miss America, they are college students. They have to be smart. I mean, they they're. Vanessa Williams, Miss USA. The reason Trump owns it is because you just gotta be fine. And that's all you have to pay, pretty much. It's yeah. like the difference between hustler and Playboy. There's articles in Playboy. <laughs> so I've heard. How's she the sketchy one in this conversation? <laughs> I've never seen um, a copy of either, like inside the pages, but I know the hustler. So I've heard. <laughs> because my father would talk about. Dating people who had been in Hustler, and I was like, "We know that's no good." Wait a minute, that's not fair. And I'm, oh, how are you going totally to drop that at the end of the episode? That's totally fair. That's not f- what that he because it's not good for him <laughs> to have dated somebody who's been in Hustler. If he dated them, <laughs> I know. Sorry, <laughs> you know what? This is less about the model. This is more about the father. Right, uh, right, 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 right. She says a reflection. She, she on dated him. him. I right. like, oh, oh, we're on the wrong side. Oh. <laughs> Lynn, you're going to work your editing magic. You <laughs> this is not part of the show. We done. Oh, oh, you may not want where's to the red button at, Lynn? Mayor, let me tell you how this works with this man. You got to keep your eye on the red button at all times. That's okay. I didn't say anything that I wouldn't stand behind. Did I? <laughs> my, my chief communications officer <laughs> who was who's noticeably going mute for the last seven minutes I'm taking it in now we're getting schooled on Jane Kennedy I didn't even know there were sex tapes then <laughs> so it was real grainy it was like an alien autopsy alright and uh, Damon Williams is uh, oh, pointing out that Jane Kennedy brother. was in Playboy oh we still live <laughs> yeah. you really thought we were done I did no, oh no, the missionary's gonna ride with us until the wheels <laughs> oh, fall off. Oh my goodness. Mm. You didn't diss Halle Berry. You didn't. You didn't, you didn't you know. You, at all. And, I, and, and to his point, I think that she is going, getting back to that. I think Halle Berry is not the greatest actress mm-hmm. in the world. No. But I think given right material and direction, I don't think she's bad. Yeah. And like he said, I think she's hilarious. I think she's someone that should have done more comedies. Baps, yo. 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 I we, thought she was yes. great and bad. Yeah. Right? Actually, I think she should have done more comedy. comedy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you do the roles, you, you do the scripts that you choose, but... Um, Hollywood doesn't know what to do with pretty people, though. Say that all they the time. They punish them often. Yeah. Well, that's very that true. Is, that's very true. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Hey, 
Vince knows where I am on Nia Long. There's one particular Nia Long film that I will not bring up, but when somebody brings it up to review on the film. I thought she was really good in The Banker. I like her. I haven't seen The Banker. I haven't seen that. That's the... Um, uh, Apple one. TV, that's why you haven't seen it. It's Sam, right. Sam Jackson and uh, it's, uh, Anthony uh, Mackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Mackie. I was going to yeah. say all the Todd, but you're saying Anthony Mackie. Yeah. I like Nia Long. Yeah. No, I like Nia Long. No, no, no. I think she's, she's a in actress. Yeah. yeah. She's good in Lemon. There is a friend who is an actor who I think is quite good, but for a long time, everything he was in was terrible. That happens. To that happens a lot. Or I say that about Tika Sumner. Oh yeah, I mean she's fantastic. But she's yeah. just, you know, I guess she got to go where the check is, and yeah. it seems like a lot of times the checks are with Tyler Perry. Well, yeah, I think that people, <laughs> it's checks or you know mismanagement, uh, right? Okay. Or right, bad advice, or you yeah. know what I mean. You don't. You never know. And also. The thing that's really hard is that you want to work, right? Well, that's you right. Absolutely. Wanna, like, not yeah. even just for the check. Like, yeah. you want to No, absolutely. You know? I don't yeah. mean to be crass like that, but yeah. yeah. But I always say, I'm such a Tika Sumpner fan that I like Tika Sumpner, and I don't even like nothing she's in. Yeah. <laughs> she's cute on Mixed Dish, though. All right. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're just, right. it is completely <laughs> unraveled. Yeah. But that's your fault. Mayori knows we're live That's now, your so fault no right. because <laughs> you start talking about Jane, <laughs> you start talking about Jane Kennedy, and you knew that would touch a chord. I didn't bring Jane Kennedy up. You did. Did I? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, you asked Denise, did she know who Jane Kennedy because was? Because you brought it up. Because I brought up Jane Kennedy. You said something about Jane's husband and then... Right, right, right. Like, mm. and right. And I did. I did. <laughs> that, that I is just wanted to bring her into the conversation. Just really, so talking about Jane Kennedy. <laughs> we born. She looked like a young Jane Kennedy. <laughs> You just can't help it. Um, all right, we're going to get out of here. He's Vince. I'm Lynn. In parting, we say. We'll see you when it's time to meet again. trailer talkies no no let's get look i mean i think we ate up trailer talk <laughs> really about to eat up all the <laughs> setting up the cameras oh this is going to be an editing delight. i was about to say see yeah i actually think is i'm actually looking forward to because lynn is actually a producing and editing marvel so like now i'm fascinated to see how he's going to put it together <laughs> Like every now and then we'll have these shows. And it, it oftentimes is with guests because it's just more variables. It's just more moving parts. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm usually the one that I get to do all this, but like Lynn has to put it together. And then like tomorrow, like I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be like, wow, I can't wait to see how Lynn put that together. Mm-hmm. And then like a year from now, I'll listen to the episode and it'll be seamless. And then I'll have to remember like, oh, right. If you're interested, so like any, like we've had, with Dorian and Omar at the same time, twice? Twice, yes. We've done two Dolomite movies. Lynn should have got some kind of award for how he edited those. Because, right, the four of us talking about Dolomite, it wasn't even... It just it just had no structure. No, it had none. There was no structure. None whatsoever. It was just chaos. But it was fun. It was fun. It was one of our best shows. It was chaos, but somehow you, you know, so I'm not that concerned.
<laughs> you don't have to do shit. I don't have to do it, but I, like, I just sit back and marvel. All right. And I had to do medium talk, and it drifted into big talk. There you go. And yes. banter. Yes, you did. There was banter. You did, Vince. There was also you banter. You were very good, there, too. there was medium talk and banter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shout out to Dorian and Omar. Oh, yes. My ATL homies. Uh, absolutely. I've known Dorian since I was 14. Really? Where did y'all meet? Uh, theater camp. Okay. Get out of here. <laughs> in theater camp? You actually... I was in theater camp. He, somehow we met because of that camp. I don't remember exactly why anymore. Okay. But, yeah. How, how was how was Dorian? Give us, give, give us a, a, a Dorian secret. Well, it's not a secret, but the moment when I met Dorian, he was a rapper. Right. And uh, Hakeem and Jermaine were also rappers. I didn't know Omar as much, but I knew about Omar. And they were had this group called Philosophical Vibe. And we used to meet on Sundays and like read lessons, read up on our African history and, you know. This all tracks. This is all very, very serious. This is all very on brand. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like super into hip hop. And so they were, you know, 16. They were older than me. So I was like rolling with the crew. It was great. Oh, I did yeah. not know the name of the group was Philosophical Lives. Mm-hmm. You know now. I took some of their early promo shots because I wanted to be a photographer initially. Mm-hmm. So I can show you when we're done with the show. I have them on Dropbox. Oh, please. <laughs> please do. <laughs> We've got to book them again real I soon. Know. I know. I know. Oh, my goodness. Well, we got to do the Citizen Kane of Dolomite movies, The Human Tornado. 